All right, everybody. There's only one topic we can talk about, Molly. Pretty much. I mean, we're going to meander through some of the news over the weekend, but Sunday night, Disney axes CEO Bob JPEG. Just like that. Boom. Crazy. And they're bringing back Bobby (gasps) Iger. My guy is back. It's great. Why did they fire Chapek? I think we know the reasons. We're going to detail those. Lon Harris is here for an emergency pod. We're going to talk about EQ, IQ, parks, ScarJo. management. Yeah, business. All this stuff. It's like Iger's back, but he's wearing the 4-5 like Jordan. This is going to be his second time. I have a prediction. I got a hot take, a la yep. Bill Simmons style, about what Bob Iger's going to do this time around. I think it's going to do another three-peat. It's going to be a great show. Stick with us. This Week in Startups is brought to you by... Open phone. As a startup founder, a lot of mistakes are easy to roll back, but using your personal cell phone number as your company number isn't one of them. Open phone makes it easy to get business phone numbers for you and your team, right on top of your existing devices. Visit openphone.com twist to get 20% off your first six months. Crowdbotics. Great ideas can change the world. And Crowdbotics is the fastest way to turn those ideas into code. Get a free scoping session for your next big app idea at crowdbotics.com slash twist. And Supergut is the easiest and tastiest way, clinically proven, to regulate digestion, curb cravings, and boost energy. Get 30% off their delicious shakes, bars, and fiber mix at supergut.com with code twist. Hey Molly, how are you doing? I'm not crying. I'm not uh, no, it's okay. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Well, it's tears of joy. I'm not sure that's true, but I'm pretty sure. It's tears, it's tears of, of joy. joy. How great For two reasons. Yeah. One, my viewity, my little eye drops that I take. Yeah. They make my eyes a little red. So I got to take them long before we go on air because as you can see, my eyes get a little bloodshot for the first five yeah. minutes of taking these. It feels like you put a little pepper in your eyes. I'll be, I'm being honest. That's fine. Doesn't sound that fun to me. But then... And I'm not making this a commercial for Vuity, V-U-I-T-Y, modern uh, medicine, <laughs> by Astro Doctor about Vuity. However. However, when I use Vuity, uh, my eyesight gets better from an eye drop. It's very strange. It's um, pretty amazing. And I will say that I forgot to bring any cute readers upstairs today. So I'm rocking the uh, Magoos and nothing makes me wish that I had Vuity more than the Magoos. Oh, that's your big thick glasses. Yeah, or big yeah, like Mr. Magoo and these things. It's a look. It's a look. They're my, uh, they're my backup. I mean, it is kind of a look. I look very, And it's a new um, outfit today, if I, I may. I look very CEO of What's Her Butt, CEO of Alameda Research. <laughs> I just want to say it's it's a new outfit today. You look great. It's very autumn-y. Uh, it's very autumn-y. I mean, we're colors, not... So, Thanksgiving week. We're on air talent. We're allowed to comment on each other's... Um, visual appearance. We're allowed to. Uh, yes. She's allowed to point out that I look like I'm crying and wearing a <laughs> stunning blue tee. And then I look stunning. Stunning. A little salt. I got a little salt in the hair. Trying to get a little lift in the hair. Um, But I like the gold. Yeah, the salt thing is a jam. Thank you, producer Nick. But I like the gold necklace and I like the magoos. I think it's all, it's a good look. You You got a good autumn look. It's on trend. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) Don't say it. Don't say it. All right, pay my mentions. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a long weekend. <sighs> okay, let's. <laughs> I know, totally. Let's just not even ask about. The There's weekends. so many emergency pods we could do today. There really. Let's are. do a different. We are so excited to have huge breaking news yesterday that was not about any of the things that you think not it's Trump. about. Not Trump. Not Trump. Not no. the T word. Not FTX. Even this isn't even crypto related. This is straight up good old fashioned Disney. Disney. Yeah, and, and we need a little Disney in our lives after Trump. 
after FTX, Luna, Terra Luna, Theranos. How about a little chaser? Oh, yeah. God, that's a little chaser. We didn't even talk about 11 years for Elizabeth Holmes. I said five to 10 years is what she would get. Somebody got to pull the tape, but uh, she got 11. I was kind of shocked by that. I'm not going to lie. I think appropriate. Uh, If you look at mad at that lady. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, committing fraud at that scale, Mm -hmm. like uh, Enron or Madoff, these, those were multi-decade sentences. I believe Jeff Skilling from Enron was 21 and I think Madoff was even more. So I think we are shocked because we don't consider white collar crime, you know, like as big of a crime as stabbing somebody or, you know, murdering somebody, right? I think, yes, I will say I am shocked because normally we don't punish white collar crime, right? right like you off. look at the 2008 collapse and nobody went to jail and the Sacklers are still out here like with their own personal fortune intact after what is effectively yeah. like genocide. Like yeah. we don't. You know, I mean, Madoff, yes, got 150 years in prison, but that was multi, multi billions of dollars. And so to me, I was like, people mm. never get held accountable. And relative to that, Theranos yeah. was actually kind of small. I'm just glad that we have some of these examples now so we can point founders uh, and capital <laughs> allocators to, yes. hey, listen, crime does not pay. <laughs> You know, I, I hate to reinforce this because I felt like I was being, what's the word? You know, like I'm, I was becoming the turn the music down guy uh, at the party. And I'm like, You're listen, like we, do have, we do have neighbors. Accounting. Yeah. I'm like, we have neighbors. We can have a party, but it is 2 a.m. We could turn the music down 20%. We'd still be able to dance to it. And people are like, no, put the music up. It's 2 a.m. We have to go <laughs> effing crazy. I'm like, but we do have neighbors. And I happen to know that the neighbor two doors down has a new baby. You know, let, let's maybe uh, maybe seven, and then I'm like the guy taking the sharpie, and you know, there's a guy who puts the sharpie and he just puts it on the volume thing to say like that's the volume we can go to. <laughs> I'm like that I'm, guy. I'm not actually familiar with that, but that's amazing. I was at a party I one time to do that, <laughs> and there was a line on the guy's receiver that like a parent a bit. had put there, or he had put there. He had put a line that he had negotiated with his neighbors that they would not call the cops if it was at this level. It's an apartment building. You That's know? a New it's York like, party. Yeah. Ours were more like a big like branch in the middle of or like a house farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. And start then, a bonfire. And then we had a rule when I was growing up, oh. which is if the cops come in cars, not mm. a problem. But if a paddy wagon shows up, you take oh, off good. through the backfield mm. and you jump the barbed yeah. wire, you get away. Yeah. The, the, the cars can only take two people each or right. maybe they have to put one in each. So you're good. You know, odds are good. If a wagon comes. Anyway, serious. congrats. I think congrats to society. Uh, that yeah. and Balwani's going to get worse because he 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 did worse in his uh, and let trial. it be the return. I mean, right? Like you're you're being all of that is being borne out right now. Like being the crabby old guy yes, <laughs> on the front turn the porch. Music down guy, yeah. It turns out has been the right strategy all along because every every time one of these stories comes up, it starts at the exact same place: no governance, no diligence, and frankly, no like basic accounting. Suddenly, I know what it's like to be Bill Gurley when Bill Gurley was like, well, maybe we should go public. And I don't know if the unit economics were better. That might be good as well. And people were like, ah, unit economics, go public. Screw it. Let's go. Masayoshi IPO. We'll just do a Masa IPO. And, you know, I don't know. You know, my day, we took the company public and we we rose and fall with our ability to perform for a wider group of, you know, shareholders and their interests. And people were like, whatever, you know, you fool, you fools. And. 
Uh, the Moss IPO, you know, great that we got to have early liquidity, but, you know, Uber should have gone public a little bit earlier, probably. And yeah. um, people, you know, it's, it, and this really does speak to the wider crypto space, Molly. You know, again, I was the turn the music guy, or I was the I don't get it guy when they put the mm -hmm. song on. I'm like, this actually isn't good music. Right. I'm like, no, no, this is the greatest. Like, uh, this is the greatest think. dance music BBM. ever. I was like, no. I'm like, no, nah, this isn't the greatest music ever. No, I think if you put on some classic rock, that could be the greatest music ever. Or if you put on some like, you know, Kanye yeah. or Jay-Z or Biggie Smalls, some like that MC could be Hammer. the greatest. This is not the greatest mu music ever. And they're like, no, no, you're wrong, J. Cal. This Luna that you can't, you just can't understand Terra Luna. And I'm like, I, I can't understand it. Right. So but I'm not going to Is that my it. fault? Or because right. I'm, I'm not the smartest guy but I'm not dumb <laughs> and I can't understand this and you can't explain it to me. Yeah. And I was constantly on the pod like, wow, this is incredible market cap. How many people are using the product? But when does the product launch? And they'd be like, I'm like, how many developers work on this? That was a question I started to ask in the end. That was a good one. Yeah. And they're like eight. I'm like eight developers divided into $3 billion. <laughs> <laughs> 400 million per developer. I liked it when you would be like, what does the product do? <laughs> But what do, but what is the value that the product creates For in the, the in the world? What does it do? Yeah. 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 No answers. No answers. Honestly. Being right about crypto is just, you know, it's bittersweet because I didn't make any big money on crypto. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, I missed the griff. And I don't know. It doesn't feel like I get some big high five for being right about it, being a giant scam. So I don't yeah. know. I Maybe burned, I should have just. So I got burned so early that it kind of helped me just never get back yeah. in. Well, it's immutable though, Molly. Just always remember, it's Im the blockchain it's is immutable. Yeah, right. It's immutable. It's out there somewhere. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry. Is that immutability is a. How does that help me? But I'm like, okay, you can't change it because that was how the databases used to work. I had to redo the database. It was immutable. Like, and then we made them so you could change them, and it was easy right. to change them. And they didn't go down. Like, it's immutable as a feature. Okay. Anyway, let's do this chaser. Listen, lots of founders are loosey-goosey with their personal phone numbers, and that causes tons of downstream problems. You start putting your personal phone number in company documents, you start using it for sales calls, and that makes things messy. You won't know who's calling. Is it a sales prospect? Or is it someone from your kid's school? You don't want to get random calls. Open phone helps you create a business phone number for you and your team in minutes. It's very simple. You download the smartphone app, you download the desktop app, whichever one's your jam, or both if you're like me. Just install the app, you get a number, you're done. No need to carry two phones anymore. And by the way, we use this at our company because we wanted to have customer support phone numbers. We wanted our sales team to have numbers. And Open Phone is really good at filtering out all the spam and the scams. And you can do all kinds of interesting routing things. If you got an existing phone number, they'll port it over, no problem. It's their pleasure to do that. Open phone, they say it's affordable. I say it's too cheap. Based on the product I'm getting, I would pay triple. But hey, listen, it's their business. They can charge what they want. They decided to start at 10 bucks a month. Twist listeners, on top of that, since Open Phone loves startups, are going to get an extra 20% off any plan for the first six months. But you have to sign up at my URL, openphone.com slash twist. And if you've got existing numbers again, just port them over and start saving money. O-P-E-N-P-H-O-N-E.com slash twist today. Openphone.com slash twist today. Great job. It's a killer product. This news came out yesterday in all caps. And I 
frankly, did not actually believe it at first, but it appears to be true that in one of the most shocking stories in tech and business since at least last week, <laughs> Bob play. Chapek, shout out to Nick on that one. Shout out to Nick and Bob Chapek. We hardly knew you pulling a Liz Truss. He is out as CEO of Disney and Bob Iger is back in charge. Hmm. What? And this is one of those where we don't want to brag, but we have literally been covering the story from the jump. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a minute because yeah. I'm also taking a little victory lap on this. Disney oh, okay. stock up 7% on the news. A great day for J traders. Still down 38% year to date, but Iger is back. Effective. In case you're wondering if this is voluntary on Chapex part, Bob Iger is back as CEO effective immediately. Hmm. And Bob Chapek has, quote, stepped down. Iger has served, uh, agreed to serve as CEO for two years with two mandates from the board. One set the strategic direction for renewed growth. Disney's revenue last quarter only grew about 9% year over year and missed expectations. And two, work closely with the board in developing a successor. And by this, I think they mean a better one than the one you chose last time. All right. Remember a couple of things about Bob Chapek. He's unlikable. And yeah. in a business, and I hate to like be like, uh, I think the kids call this based, but in Hollywood, in my experience, having spent 10 years living in Los Angeles and, and hanging out with Hollywood people, man, they, they get glad, ha- glad handled. I mean, if you're a celebrity, man, they treat you really well. And it's a relationship based business. Mm-hmm. Got to be super high EQ. You got to make people feel good, especially if you're doing the 10 pole stuff that defines Disney across these properties. And so the back channel was, of course, Bob Chapek, you know, running the parks, you know, maybe a little gruff, whatever. But then I knew that he was a little bit out of touch. And we covered it here on the show. And we had a little mm-hmm. bit of a back and forth. And I, I kind of agreed with him. But I was like, you'd never say that as the CEO of Disney. You might remember he said, like, animation is not for adults. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. And like an adult's not gonna, you know, watch two shows in a row or, you know, like, and I was like, watch um, some of their kids and then yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna have to stop you here for a second. That may be true. I am not putting on an animation um, animated film to watch alone without my kids. Not me, not my jam. With the exception of maybe the Disney stuff. I did watch some of the I'm sorry, the Star Wars. They did a Star Wars like Japanese anime crossover that I, I did find delightful. I did watch alone. Yeah. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. But you don't say that publicly well, as the guy who not. owns Pixar and Disney. Right, you're not a hypocrite. That's like you're the guy the, from Starbucks being like, it's like, this is like, uh, who's the guy from Nobody's Starbucks? Nobody's coffee in the morning, Howard Schultz. <laughs> yeah, it's like Howard Schultz coming out. He'd be like, cold brew, not my jam. Ugh. You know, coffee gives me the jitters. Only kids eat that. Yeah, it's a, he did a lot of that, that stuff was all in a row. And, and actually, this might be a good time to, <laughs> to go to this video from back in the day not right this second but like immediately when he came on right it Mm -hmm. was just misstep after misstep after misstep most of which seemed to be related to both eq and Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of like ego and you know that i have been on this guy since day one because i just you didn't like him i don't know why you didn't like him you just had a bad sense because EQ really matters, maybe. But well, here's yeah. why I didn't like him. Here we had, there's an 85. I'm doing the I'm doing the J Cal. I'm having a victory lap oh, about go my for rightness. It. Here's an 85 second clip oh, in okay. March talking about. So you remember 
there was that fallout just as a setup between Iger and Chapek or Chapek, whatever. We're, we're just going to call him both on the pod to cover each possibility because nobody seems to even have consensus on how to say his name. But there was that big fallout between Iger and Chapek because like Iger had retired, but wouldn't really leave. And he had postponed his retirement a couple of times. There was a big to do about Scarlett Johansson's pay for Black Widow that he handled oh, very yes. clunkily, right? He was just like, she got paid the same. And then a couple other things all at once. And here's what I said in March, talking about some warning signs. When this starts, I'm specifically talking about this quote to the New York Times where Iger basically was like, yeah, I just I feel like I should be around to help him. There were a couple ways for Bob Chapek to respond, right? One is, thank God. Nothing like this has ever happened before. I welcome all of the input from the guy who ran this company for 15 years, who's beloved. Yeah. But evidently, he just could not take this. He was so, mm. I don't know. I mean, He got tweaked by it. Maybe insecure. Yeah, he got so tweaked by it that their relationship has deteriorated huh. ever since. Iger, Bob One, uh-huh. had postponed his retirement three times already. So if you put yes. this in succession terms, Bob Iger is Logan Roy. Yes. And Kendall is there waiting for the job. And he comes. keeps on not leaving. And then on top of that, you have these sort of moves by Chapek where people don't think he has good EQ, where there was that kind of like pretty ugly stuff about Scarlett Johansson and her contract about Black Widow. And then also, and I personally think this is just like a kiss of death move as a leader, the ultimate king move of taking away that PL from each individual division and centralizing it under one. I mean, that's like business weeds, I know, but having worked at several house of brands, that's a mess. Yeah. And it makes people furious because you effectively say to a bunch of grownups who are running their own businesses within a business, yes. sorry, no, we took that all away. Mm-hmm. It all adds up to a portrait of a guy who isn't that good at people. And what I actually find super interesting, like on top of all that, the cherry on the cake is like Bob Iger picked him. That's his hand chosen successor. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, the EQ issue. I like the uh, PL issue too. That, I had forgotten uh, about that. That was a big one too. For people who don't understand this issue, um, since we're, we're moving pretty quick here, it's pretty straightforward. If you have a house of brands, let's say Condé Nast, and I, I may have explained it at the time, you know, the New Yorker and Vanity Fair and Vogue had people in charge of them, mm-hmm. uh, like Graydon Carter or Anna Wintour. And they were kind of given their fiefdoms, right? They're like, okay, this is your world. Here's your floor of the building. Here's your budget. You go do you. Consider yourself the CEO of Vanity Fair. Consider yourself yep. the CEO of Vogue. Now, if you give people the CEO-ish title and, you know, that is manifested in a budget where it's like, you know, keep the margin at whatever it is, 35%, spend as much as you want to that margin, but we just need to see the margin be reasonable and we want the top line to grow 20% year over year and, and we're all good here. Here's your Here's your outcome we're looking for. And just manage to the outcome as opposed to manage the the you know the minutia. Now in some businesses you do want to streamline them and get alignment. Uh, yeah. in other businesses you want to get some leader who wants to be a CEO. The perfect example would be YouTube. They put Susan right. Wojcicki in charge of it. She's the CEO. She runs that as her little kingdom there and it's far from little. It was 50 billion dollars or more in revenue. And then other things, y- you kind of don't want it to have its own PL because you want to absorb it. So Android or Chrome, you really want those things to be under Google. They serve the purpose of getting more people to search. Y- you don't want somebody in Chrome running amok and saying, oh, I just sold the search bar to Bing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, not the thing that should have its own, you know, king or god queen. Uh, so anyway, really interesting yeah. stuff coming Dude out of Disney. Dude walked in and just straight up 
blew the place up and and killed all his friends. Just like made sure he didn't have any friends left. And that that yeah. is a problem. That becomes a problem. You need you need to have big political capital to do that. Like to imagine yes. going to the Bob I imagine going to the Anna Wintour or the Graydon Carter, you know, I'm dating myself with this magazine kind of stuff and saying, Oh yeah, by the way, like you lost your keys to the kingdom. You're now the vice president instead of the CEO ish or however you thought of yourself. And those Um, people have power and then they come for you with all the knives. But he was fired. I mean, that's, he was canned. They're saying he resigned, but this seems like he resigned like, like they held him over the, uh, side of the building and by his ankles and said like you can take the elevator or we can let you go right here which one and he said i'll take the elevator yeah uh so he gets 20 30 billion uh, 20 it's, 30 million it He'll is we will go to lawn in a minute for the dish in hollywood but i i would be remiss if i did not point out the difference in um board power mm. between you know disney and let's say meta like disney has one bad quarter under chapek like a yeah. bad one and they're like you're out, Iger's yep. back, the end. And then Zuckerberg lights all of Meta's free cash flow on fire. <laughs> and the board's like, oh, we can't really do Can't do anything. anything. Yeah, it's $300 like, <laughs> a share to a 90. Yeah. Um, luckily, really see the difference. There was a back stop where everybody just said, we don't have to own your shares. Mm-hmm. And this is where governance matters. I, this is what we're seeing in the economy. The party is over. It's now 10 a.m., some people are still, you know, drinking, doing shots in like on lawn chairs at the front of the party. Other people are like asleep and this is <laughs> going to be the hangover. It's going to yeah. be a couple of years of people trying to figure out what, how, how the party got out of, that out of control. And so, yeah, yeah our RIP Bob Chapek. I wonder if he's going to be like at the Oscars in the in more in memoriam section. Do they do like <laughs> dead careers? Murder. Do they do dead careers in, in <laughs> more? That got cold in, in a hurry. Oof. Yeah, cold. I mean, can this guy that ever work again? Hell. I mean, it's bad. If you are a startup, you know speed kills. Product velocity is how small tech startups compete with the giant incumbents. So you want to get your product to market faster and you want to do it affordably and you want to do it with Crowdbotics. They are a software platform that enables teams to plan and build custom apps in full code. This allows you to go from your idea to a spec and from a spec to code. And you can think of a spec really as like the screenplay. If you have a great screenplay, like a Quentin Tarantino screenplay, you're going to have a better film. You can think of Crowdbotics as that CTO as a service, the chief technology officer. They're going to keep you disciplined, whether you're a first-time founder or you already have an in-house engineering team. Crowdbotics plugs into your existing process to deliver better, more predictable development outcomes. This is like the step above no code. No problem with no code. A lot of people are enjoying doing that. But if you want to start building industrial strength apps, maybe you're ready for Crowdbotics. They're going to offer you pre-built templates to plan and build faster on-demand staffing to build your entire app or accelerate your existing team's progress. It's developer-friendly tooling, automated DevOps, maintenance, security updates, and app store publishing, all of that good stuff. And... You own all the source code and IP from the start. Schedule a free scoping session, huh? How great is that? And get your detailed build plan at crowdbotics.com slash twist. That's crowd, B-O-T-I-C-S dot com slash twist. And they're going to give you that free scoping session, which is a really nice thing for them to do for the startups who listen 
to this week in startups. Well, this is perfect, actually. We because it's an emergency pod. We got yes. Lon Harris to come on. Oh, it is we, an emergency. <laughs> let's talk to him about what in the heck this does mean for Bob and his career. And oh my God, Lon! Oh my God, it's an emergency. What's happening in Hollywood? Oh my God, <laughs> are people like running in the streets, yelling emergency. and screaming in Hollywood? This was crazy. Scripts I mean, flying in the air. I, I mean, my I don't go outside, obviously, so I don't know what it's like out there. But but my whole feed yes. on Twitter was it was amazing how instant the changeover was. That that uh, like one moment it was just normal Sunday night, and then yeah, the next it was just like yeah. I go I go back in, shape it out. You know, like it was it was a flood oh. all of the side. I thought it was a joke at first, but uh, no. Very real. I did too. I was like, there's no way. I'm like, boards don't act that fast. Oh my God, Sunday they do. Sunday night pre-holiday week news dump. Yeah, wow. They. Woo. I mean, they whacked them coming out of church. That's cold. I, yeah, no, and it is almost every time this happens, almost <laughs> every time this happens where a studio dismisses the top person, there's a coup or whatever. They always have, there's always like some kind of soft landing in the, in the write-up. It's always like, they're going to. They're going to go back to producing or they're going to they got they got a, a new deal secured here. Chapik, nothing. It's literally one line in deadline, which was uh, Bob Chapik uh, left the role immediately or something like that was it. And there's like nothing mm. else. He's done. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to have much of a second act. That <laughs> seems like this was. <laughs> I literally cannot stop laughing at Wactum coming out of church, by the way. Yeah, he walked into the little that little (laughs) den with Joe Pesci uh, where he just goes, oh, no. And then cut to black. black. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, but so, yeah. Is it that bad? Like, is it like, because clearly everybody hates nobody. You have no social capital whatsoever. If you can get canned like that as the CEO of Disney. I mean, like, I think it's uh, it, part of it. I do think, and you guys were talking about this a little before I came on with the with the sort of the EQ notion. Of, like CEO of Disney, more than most companies, is not just a CEO job, but also you're a public figure. You're. I mean, I remember from being a kid. What always stands out to me. Remember when Michael Eisner used to host yes. the Wonderful World of Disney? There was yeah, that, come on, so, yeah, he would come, come on like Disney. He'd be did. at Disneyland with Mickey and Donald, and he'd be like, yes. "Hey, I'm Mike Eisner." Here's a great movie that we've got for you, The Ghost of Canterville, coming right up. And it was like, that's the job in some ways. You're mm. you're the carnival barker. Statesman? You're the ring. You're the statesman. You're the ringleader. You're the guy. You're. And it, it's what Steve Jobs used to do for Apple, but you're not. You're not the innovator, the technologist. It's not. Let me show you what I've invented. It's you know. Here's Dumbo. Here's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. You know. You're. And yeah. I don't think. Here's Bob a new Jeff story think- for you. Here's a new attraction for your family. And yes. you're a bridge, right? You're you're a spoke, you're a statesman, I think is the best right. way to say it. Like Iger know. is really good at that. He really yes. has that energy and he's got that that pedigree. He's the guy that brought in Pixar. He's the guy that brought in Lucasfilm. He's the guy that made all these deals. He's he's the one that put this Disney together. And Chapik was running his playbook, but I don't think he kind of has that that same energy. He's not excited. I mean, the deals alone, my God. I mean, for the Parks fans, he became immediately public enemy number one because, and I don't think, I will say, I don't think that's entirely his fault. I think Bob Iger probably would have made some of those same decisions. He just might have sold them a little better or couched them in better terms so it didn't feel so usurious to people. But yeah, I think that on top of the, you mentioned the ScarJo thing, which was a big black guy right away. And then, you know, I just think it, it, it's a it's a lot of this stuff coming together. He just wasn't selling 
th- what they're doing as well as as a Bob Iger. Who got rid of the pass? Remember the season pass? They deprecated the season pass. Now, yes, this, this to me, Chapik, and this is what has made him so hated among like the mm-hmm. Disney adults yeah. and the park fans. That it's that reservation system. That that's he's tied to that, and parks fans hate it. It made the experience much worse. That Genie Plus app too that people don't like. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how much of that is Iger would have done it differently, and how much of it is Iger would have. Sold right. it. You know about this. You know about the season better. pass, Molly. You know about I do, this. Yeah, yeah. And he got well, and he got rid of the fast pass reservation, where it's no longer free to just like get there early. Mm-hmm. And remember right. when he said that there was like a an attendance mix problem mm-hmm. at Disney? Like yes. it was this weird kind of vaguely. Is he talking about poor people? Racial overturn overtones. Yeah, I mean, he was like Disneyland's uh, yeah. getting kind of trashy. We got to like uh, make it more premium. Yeah, yes. I mean, he yeah, just. Yeah. So even if Iger had sold it better, it was going to yeah, be hard to sell a massive price increase like that right out of a pandemic. Right. But, but when you basically are like, Disneyland's getting kind of trashy, we need to raise prices. Like, that's not that's not good. Here's what I would have done with the season pass thing. Because I know these freaks who have the season pass. No offense, Lon Harris. Um, I don't have a season pass. No, I can't but we have, we have friends in our circle who <laughs> had the season passes. Them. Yeah. And these people are weird. They are adults who dress <laughs> up like characters. And they go there because they have no jobs and they go to Disney weekly. They go have meals at Disney. They hit the same rides. They've been on a thousand times. They go to It's a Small World for the 687th time. Sure. It's a little... A little bit strange. It gets a little weird. It's it's not it's not my thing. I mean, when I was in high school, I li- I grew up very close to Disneyland, right. maybe ten minutes away, and we used to do that. But right. season passes were my, it was like you were a teenager. I'm talking about passes. adults, right? Uh, and that that's that's true. I, 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 I my adults, I, by the way, are the bread and butter. Yes. So there's right. my point. Disney. Yes. You so have we to can respect say we the nerds, them, but he cannot. Bob too cannot. You have to respect and covet the nerds, the dorks. The dweebs, the fans, the cosplayers. It's it's it's, it's a tricky. These are beyond fans. Balance. You have to make Disney parks work and accessible and fun for families, but Mm -hmm. you do also have to serve your the heavy users. You know, like what what McDonald's would call the heavy users, the The people who are there every day. Maybe we'll call Uh, them the base. They should have given very simple. They should have said, how many years out of the past 10 have you had a season pass? We're going to start with people who are 10 out of 10 and we're going to grandfather you in for the next 10. We'll go with people who are 9 out of 10. We'll grandfather you in for the next 9 out of 10. You can still have a season pass. But then we're going to start a season pass wait list and we're just going to work off the wait list and we're going to just give it to people who have been the most loyal. We're not going to rip this out from you because people who had the season pass ripped out for them, it changed their behavior. They used to go there for two hours or three hours, and you can't justify $150 to go there for three hours. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I think I think that the, the, the balance under under Chapek, and again, I don't know who was this his decisions, was this just the way it was going? Who knows? But it's tilted in favor of, I think, wealthier Disney adult sort of audiences with more resources. I mean, that's what you heard when like the Star Wars hotel opened. And it's like, well, this is inaccessible for a lot of what we think of as Disney's core audience of families. You know, people are gonna go for their one vacation a year to a Disney park. How much and- was that, Molly? Do you remember? That Disney thing? 
It was the Star Wars four or five grand a night was, or something. It was wasn't five it? grand yeah, per person, but you you would pay for the whole trip, which was I think per two person. nights or three nights. But yeah, it was thousands per person. I mean, it was insane. But then was it okay? Was it only parks that he? Because there was also we talked about him consolidating the PNLs. He like fired some some people on the media side, if I recall correctly. I, I mean, Folks I were upset about that. I'm, I mean, to me, looking at it from the content streaming side, I, I certainly don't think it was just parks. I don't mean to give that idea. Yeah. And, and I also think in terms of content, the the spend is outrageous. I mean, Disney's, they lost money last year or last quarter in terms of just revenue on spending because they're spending so much on Disney Plus content. Mm. Uh, but it's also, I mean, if you think about how they're using, utilizing these brands, you've got Pixar, they're sending most of their projects directly to Disney Plus. They're making, you know, no revenue on, on some like Lu- Luca, uh, you know, the, mm. these big uh, soul, these big films that they made. Lightyear came out this year and sort of mm. struggled, which should have been a massive home run, a Toy Story follow up space adventure. Uh, with Chris Evans, uh, we have no Star Wars movies on the docket whatsoever. I mean, we're all loving Andor, but the fact that under Chapek Lucasfilm didn't have a Rogue Squadron going, didn't have a new trilogy of movies going, like, there's some missed opportunities on that side as well, I think. Mm. Kind of undeniably. Also, Disney Animation has a movie coming out like next week called Strange Worlds. Anyone heard of it? Do you guys know about this? Star Trek? Um, Star Trek? No, because movie? adults don't actually watch animation, so it doesn't really <laughs> I mean, doesn't I have three kids, I should know about it. I know, you should 100% know. Thing. They should be jumping up and down waiting to go to see this. Yeah. All right, listen, the holidays are here. Thanksgiving is coming up in but a few days. And for many of us, it's a hard time to maintain good health. You got lots of eating, you got a little drinking, maybe you're traveling, maybe you're making just bad decisions. No judgments there. But the secret to surviving the holidays, well, that's a well-balanced gut. So you need to check out Supergut, my bestie, Freeberg's company. I love Supergut. I've been using it for the past 18 months. He, he turned me on to this over the uh, pandemic, and it is a breakthrough. This is a nutrition company in the gut health space. The bars are delicious. The shakes are delicious. And they have that unflavored fiber mix that you can add to almost anything. And that will keep your stomach right. It's going to improve your digestion. It's going to curb the cravings, which is what I needed help with. Boost the energy. I don't need help with that, but I'll always take a little extra energy. And it's going to help you lose weight, which is what it did for me. A great, great solution. If you want to trim a couple of pounds and have that energy, improve your digestion, and maybe not be a total gavone, where you feel like you need to eat everything in sight. And remember, Supergut co-conducted a clinical study with Stanford's research lab that proved these products work. If you're a founder, you know it's important. Health is wealth. Health is productivity. And if you want an easy health hack, just start by fixing your gut. And it all starts with Super Gut. They're running the best deal of the year right now. If you use the code TWIST, T-W-I-S-T, you're going to get an even better deal of 30% off. Visit supergut.com and make sure you use the code TWIST to save 30%. Okay, and then how much of it, and then we'll turn to like what Iger does now. How big a deal is it that people just did not seem to like this guy and did not like him, like how he operated the business, how he talked to the public? Like, is that really does seem how how big a deal is that to is he ever going to work again? (laughs) I mean, in Hollywood, that matters. Like, I think more so than most other industries in Hollywood, that matters. Are you a person people want to be in the room with a person people feel like they can work with? Iger, obviously, 15 years of experience. Hmm. 
way, way a, a, a presence that Hollywood people are going to be way more comfortable having in the room. And that, you know, in L.A., that matters. It's going to go a long way towards being able to make these deals, towards being able to make stuff happen, towards being able to just get people in the room, get them mm. talking. So I, I do think that makes a difference. What they should have done with the Star Wars thing, uh, with the the galaxy, whatever, where it's five grand. They should not have come out of the gate at $5,000. They should have come out of the gate at more reasonable price. They should have looked at the first year as an investment break even on it. And they should have had a lottery and they should have just made it more accessible. They should have said, listen, you have to take into account your hotel and all your meals are covered. And they, I would have explained it better. Right. And I would have said, listen, we, we understand that in order to do something like this, it takes an extraordinary amount of cost. And we also understand that it's not in reach for everybody. So we're going to have a lottery day. Every uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is the lottery. You can go to that if the price is a little bit discounted, but we want to make it accessible for true Star Wars fans. You can join the lottery. Here's how. Or we're going to have a lineup. There's going to be 10 tickets. Day. Like Hamilton. <laughs> What's that? Hamilton it's in Jurassic that. Park there. It's, that's the, the line where they're like, uh, you would, well, the only rich people would be able to come before Jurassic Park. And the lawyer yeah. goes, well, we'll have, a, we'll have a coupon day. Yeah, something like that. You, <laughs> there's a way it. to handle it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then with the Scarlett Johansson thing, that's another misstep where they should have just said, ScarJo, you've been so loyal to the franchise. What's the number? <laughs> We're yeah. sorry this happened. That I said that at the time. That that's yes. a case where you, you that's literally one phone on. call where you that get Cardo's so people easy. on the horn and you're like, let's make this, let's make this better, let's make this go away. And because Disney wants to keep working with it. It's not like she's not gonna be a voice in another cartoon in a year. It's not like she's not gonna do a Star Wars thing at some point or a Pixar thing. You you need to keep you need to keep those people in when the When you fold. have that moment, Molly, that's your opportunity to say, Hey Scarjo, listen, by the books. We don't believe we owe you anything, but why go to the mat? We have such a great relationship. Here's, right. and do you it's have not an your ask? fault a pandemic happened. Right. And do you have an ask? And she'd be like, well, my ask is $100 million. Okay, well, nobody's ever gotten paid that except Robert Downey Jr. He took the thing. He obviously is a bigger pull than you, but you are so important to us. How about we go $60 million mm -hmm. and you just agree to do these four extra appearances slash in this yeah, movie, we'll give you, exactly. we'll give you $10 million for doing yeah. one day's work four more times it gives us an option to keep the character alive and maybe we can do because i think this is probably what you want you probably want to do a black widow too we'd like to invest in you and invest in the relationship i mean mm -hmm. I, I could be the ceo you really could be because I just honestly, got, you see how i'm making you guys it. look at you guys respond i want to invest know, in the totally relationship like, Molly. that is true that is excellent eq right there that is outstanding. I, I want to invest Seriously. in the relationship i think we don't we both want to see black <laughs> widow become a franchise right. like don't we want to have a two and a three like we did for iron man so let's be reasonable here. We have to hit our right. quarter. It's not and good for any of us that the stock goes down. We can't take too much of a hit. Let's just yeah. do this quietly. Yep. Julio, Julio Flores in the, in the chat brings up a good point, which is they, that there was concern about setting a precedent about these streaming deals. That's why you don't you don't pay her. Here's what we owe you from this back deal. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. You no. just say like, let's deal make a new deal. Keep yes. her as friends. It doesn't set a precedent on what happened with Black Widow. It's just a new deal with Scarlett That's Johansson that it's a bribe. But it's good business. Whoa, because whoa, now whoa, you're whoa, in, whoa, on the bribe. Yeah. You sound like my <laughs> daughter when I pay to jump the line. Yeah. It's not a bribe. Uh, it's, it's an understanding. A you're coming to an, an understanding. understanding. I am, we, it's listen, a quid pro quo. Not, not even, not even. I made a mistake. I didn't make a reservation. Uh, you work for tips as part of your compensation. I right. am understanding that I am inconveniencing the restaurant and the, the hostess. Oh, I just dropped this 50 here. I hope nobody picks it up and walks away with it. No, 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 no. It's right. It's so much easier than that. I take the, <laughs> I take the 50. I put it in my hand. 
Uh-huh. Nobody sees it. I cut the line. I go right to the front. Sure. I said, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm Jason. I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. Molly. Molly, I'm so sorry. I thought I made a reservation. I now realize I didn't. <laughs> if there's any way you could check, in case I did, it's Jason Calacanis. If you could take a look. And I'm really sorry for the inconvenience. I got my daughter with me. If there's anything you can do. I mean, she's just, she loves this place. <laughs> and then I just, and now she said, now my hand is on the hostess desk. And I slide the hand over and you see the 50. The hostess then puts her hand on top of my hand and says, Jason, mm-hmm. let me see what I can do. Yeah. And she sw- just, the hand, the move it over. Now you see the fitty, you put the hand, you swipe it. And that's what Scarlett Johansson would have done. I would have said, hey, how about we talk yeah. about Black Widow too? Maybe we give mm-hmm. you a $25 million enhance. And would you come to the, you know, 75 year jubilee and would you introduce me? And then maybe we could do a fireside chat. That would be really meaningful for me if you showed up for me. And then we just give you the 25 million now as an advance against Black Widow 2. Would that be okay? Okay, and then oh, slide so, it, whoop, 25 milli, oh, and the Scarlet oh. Johansson sweeps it. And everybody's milli. friends again. And yeah. the thing is that that is a combination, and this is what, Lon, you call him Chapek? Yeah, I think so, but All I'm right, not I'm sure. Going with but this, uh-huh. is where, this is where he literally does not understand two fundamentals, and one is talent management, and the other is business. business. And that is how you get your ass fired. <laughs> Where's Iger go? What does he do now? Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I like, I, I feel like, I feel like we were still kind of running his playbook. I'm not, I'm not sure. I definitely yeah. think, in terms of the lighting a fire under Star Wars and Pixar and getting them back to where they need to be in terms of producing tentpole content that Disney can sell and then sell merch on and then put in the parks. I would definitely look for that, like more high profile stuff, more sequels, you know, like more, more content. They can sort of wrap their teeth around on that side. Uh, in terms of the parks, I think it'll be something to sort of show people like it's a new era. We're going to rethink. We're going to reset. I don't know what that, I I'm not plugged in enough on that side to know what that would be. Maybe just dropping or altering this re- much hated reservation system that would be a signal. I feel like that's what you got to do. It's just yeah. a showing people like a demonstration of goodwill. I'm back. We're going to fix this. I promise. Let Dare me get I a say handle on a it. listening tour. So, yeah. I a mean, cultural I reset. Right. It's the first step is I'm back and it's not just a superficial. I'm back. We're going to we're going to mm-hmm. dig in. We're going to make this better. We're going to start to fix things. And I mean, I think. That's a lot of what this was already about. The stock got a big boost this morning from investor confidence. I, I think that's as much as as much as the action. This is as much about perception and like yeah. making people feel better about Disney because we brought the guy back who knows what he's doing. There have been apparently Bill Simmons was alluding to Iger coming back and taking a huge swing like a Netflix Disney merger. Wow. All right. I mean, certainly what do I think about that. Yeah, would I mean, pass. Netflix or NBC Universal, I think either would, would make sense if Comcast was looking to spin off NBCU because Peacock is struggling so much. I think that would make, that would make a lot of sense to me. Do you get the, do you get the NBC ABC of it all? You'd have to figure that out. They can't, one company can't own both ABC and NBC, but. But the, right. in terms of like, that, that would make sense. I mean, you, you hear, you know, you hear the usual suspects, Netflix or Apple or within mm. these mega deals. I just think. The power of Disney as a brand is so epic. You need to like find somewhere where that really adds value. I don't know if Apple or Netflix, they're, they're already such high profile brands on their own. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is like, the only profitable streamer right now, I think, right? Yeah, Netflix founder, I, 
Reed Hastings tweeted last night, Ugh, I had been hoping Iger would run for president. He is amazing. Does that mean he was hoping he wasn't going to come <laughs> oh back and God, compete that's with that's a real him? tweet? Yeah, that's a real, a real tweet. tweet. Wait, that's is, a real is that tweet. at Reed Hastings, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven, two? I mean, that's, that's there's the no Reed way Hastings. to tell anymore. So. <laughs> that's the, I believe the blue that's check. the real Reed Hastings. <laughs> oh my God, that is such a self-aware fight. I love the yeah. fact that people are like, that's a pretty funny That's tweet. Reed Hastings after dark. I love after mm-hmm. dark. That's like, you know, you got Reed Hastings after dark, Bezos after dark, Jack uh, from formerly of Twitter and Block. I like the after dark CEOs when they just are like, uh, they're like, just Please super don't candid. Come back. Please, don't. Please don't come back, Bob. There's no way Netflix would ever get. Um, yeah, there's your. That's how you do it. You just click on the little icon. Yeah, you gotta click all on you the, have right. to do yeah, is. All you have to do is click the. <laughs> 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 Confirmed. Um, do not. It, there's no way Lena Khan is allowing two of the top three streamers to merge. Yeah, but there could be something else out here. I do like. I do like Bill Simmons's hot take there because he also is plugged into Hollywood. He got good back channels. He pro- Bill Simmons a lot of times will do a prediction. Spoiler alert: He does a prediction. And he's got the back channel. So, you know, I say back channel, but I'm going to start going full Bill Simmons. I'm just going to go, I'm going to start calling them predictions. I got like a prediction. I'm not going to call it a back channel. But there might be something in play. I don't know what other things are in play. They're supposed to buy the other half of Hulu at some point too, right? Well, they're right. That's, yeah. Hulu is still right. sort of theoretically back and forth. And and either, it, probably Disney seems like the most likely sort of they're going to just swallow it up and then you get that disney hulu espn plus kind of package i got i gotta i think this might be about also maybe you know in terms of deal making they need to get a 10-year deal done with nba nfl and they want to be in the mix for that right and they just thought you know bob chapik is not going to sit across the table from roger goodell or adam silver from the nba or whoever it is and you know, convince them that one plus one equals three and that this is a win-win-win and that instead of doing a four-year deal, they should do a 14-year deal. And instead of doing 14 billion, they should do 7 billion, but then split some upside and get his kids fast passes to, yeah. uh, you know, cl- and have an NFL Disney day. They know Bob Chapik's not going to get those deals done, but they know Bob Iger's going to get those deals done. Right. Yeah. The other thing yeah. is we were just talking about this with Netflix in terms of the sports where a lot of the sports leagues don't feel like they're quite ready for prime time or whatever. Oh. Uh, you know, like UFC was just talking about they're probably going to re-sign with Disney rather than go to Netflix because they'd be guinea pigs over at Netflix. So that's another thing where Disney plus Netflix together would be a huge appeal. You get this massive subscriber base. But you get a name that's trusted to do events and live streaming and all these things that people wouldn't necessarily bring to Netflix. So a joint entity there would have that as a key advantage. And didn't Disney mm-hmm. Plus just last night do Elton John live? From Dodger Stadium, yeah. Disney Plus at this point, they do live mm. streaming every week. Dancing with the Stars is exclusively live on Disney Plus now. Is it? I didn't know that. So Yeah, they, no okay. more. It's done on ABC if we you want to watch out. Dancing with the Stars, it's exclusively on Disney Plus, but they do those results shows live, just like they used to do on TV. Are they going to buy AMC? Maybe it's theaters, and they're just going to do live well, events that's like the crazy. Other. There's the AMC of it, and then there's the Stars Lionsgate, because at this point, Stars and Lionsgate are going to split probably the film studio and then the Stars Network, and those could go to companies as well. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting I times think ahead. Lionsgate's John Wick. I think it's the live. You know. I think it's the live, Molly. I think it's live. That they... If they're experimenting with live on Disney Plus, 
and they have ESPN and they have Hulu and Hulu does live. Maybe Bob Iger's next thing is to try to do like run the table on three live deals, just like he did with the Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars Could acquisitions. Be. Maybe be. he gets NBA, NFL and some World Cup stuff. And all of a sudden, boom, the, the deal master comes in and just one more time, he three pizza it again. You know, like Jordan comes back and does another three championships. Mm. But this time, instead of it being IP, it's live IP. It's sports. Yep. And if totally he were to run that. the table on those, oof, ah, that could be accretive to the bottom line. Let's go. Let's go, right. Bob. Thanks Bobby a lot, Thanks for hopping right. on for this Thanks emergency pod to finally Anytime. talk about something just kind of fun. <laughs> always happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. No, we're right. talking we about see FTX. You, uh, tomorrow, everyone, when we are going to actually return to the conversation about the crypto contagion. Sunny Madra. Now, Vinny's off on a cruise or whatever, but Sonny's going to join us to break down Sunny Madra's the breakdown hmm. in crypto. See what I did there? It's funny. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.